Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. Family life can be crazy and chaotic, so join us as we figure it out together. Hello and welcome to the Paranet Podcast. My name is June and I'm your host for this episode. Today we are exploring a topic that impacts countless families around the world. Eating disorders. Imagine this. You're a parent who wants the very best for your child and you've noticed signs that have raised some concerns. You're not alone in this journey. In a society where ideal body images seem to be floating around everywhere, the struggle with eating disorders can be a difficult one. Our guest today, Nicole, is someone who has journeyed through an eating disorder herself. Hers is a story marked by strength, courage, and importantly, the reality of ongoing recovery. Welcome to the Paranet Podcast, Nicole, and thanks for joining us today. Hi, I'm Nicole. So I'm 22 this year and I'm a year 4 student studying psychology and sociology. I have one elder brother as well. Thanks for joining us, Nicole. I understand you went through a difficult season managing your eating disorder. Could you bring us through that experience about how it impacted your life? I actually went through an eating disorder back in secondary school. I was about maybe 14. I think I was very stressed and because I was quite driven and a high achiever. And like at home, I was compared to my brother quite a bit. And I think that resulted in a lot of peer pressure and I was very stressed and finding a way to like cope. So my eating disorder ended up being one of my coping mechanisms. And I was also quite influenced by my friends. Yeah, there was like a lot of peer pressure because one of my close friends whom I hung out with like during recess was like skipping recess all the time. And her reason was because she felt that she was fat. And like, I think I also thought that I was like about similar build. So I also thought I was fat. I also skipped recess with her. Yeah, because she was my close friend. I also didn't like just leave her and go and eat recess on my own. I think on top of that, I was also in quite a competitive spot. I was in canoeing. Yeah, I was in a crew boat. So my partner was slightly bigger for the lack of a better word. And like we were told by our coach to lose like maybe X amount of weight by like competition period. Yeah, so that all like kind of contributed to this like very unhealthy relationship with food. And yeah, I was attending like maybe four to five times of trainings a week. Then I was eating maybe one to two meals a day. Thanks for bringing us through that challenging season of life. I think what I'm hearing from you, Nicole, is eating disorders isn't birthed out of nothing. And it comes mm. through certain difficult struggles and challenges that one may face in life, whether it's from, you know, studies, whether it's through friends and for you, competitive sports, and also even through family relationships you know, some of the difficulties there, like for example, you mentioned the comparison with your brother, which sort of adds to all this pressure, right, that you were going through at that time. I just wanted to ask, you know, at which point did you realise you were going through what you were going through was an eating disorder? Like, how did that surface for you? So I think I was very young and like I didn't really see that it was a problem back then until maybe my teacher started noticing it and brought me to see the school counsellor. That's when like my parents were notified. What exactly did she notice this teacher? 
Like how did she see that you were skipping recess? Or did she notice the lack of interest in food? Mm. What are some of the signs that she picked up? She saw that I didn't eat recess. Then I would always like go to the library and study during recess. And I think also I lost like quite a bit of weight. So those were all signs that she picked up. Was it helpful for you, like visiting the counsellor? What did he or she do for you? And at which point did your parents get brought into this conversation? I was very reluctant to want to see the school counsellor like any other kid. But my teacher told me that it was for my own good and I eventually went and I was still quite a shy person back then. And it was quite hard for me to express how I felt la, and communicate my struggles. But eventually the school counsellor referred me to see a psychologist outside of school. And I'm sure at this point, your parents had been made aware and they had yeah. to sort of support you in that journey of recovery. Perhaps can you also help us to understand and help our listeners to understand what are some of the effects of eating disorder? Like I think earlier you mentioned that you lost quite a bit of weight, obviously with the lack of calorie intake. But yeah, were there other symptoms that you felt in your daily life? Definitely. It definitely took a mental toll on me. And yeah, like the whole day, I'm just constantly preoccupied with food, my body weight and exercise, and just in the constant state of anxiety. Yeah, physically, I was also quite tired. Like, I was just tired all the time from the lack of food, probably. And yeah, there was, like, I also lost my menstrual period and I had some gastric issues. And on top of this, you were still keeping up with your sports, which is a regular thing in your yes. in your life, right? Wow. Okay, I cannot imagine like going through that rigor and also not getting enough food as well. I wonder for parents out there who might be listening in, apart from some of these symptoms that you experience, what are some early signs of eating disorder that as a parent we should look out for in our young? Some red flags I experienced were also changes in eating routines. Like, I was suddenly like always eating out, even though there's food prepared at home. And a lot of excessive exercising. So I was exercising more days and for longer periods. Some sudden and significant weight loss is, yeah, it's definitely another red flag that parents should look out for. Yeah, another thing could be loss of interest in food or frequent weighing as well. I'm just wondering, like, as caregivers to children or perhaps even teachers and educators, what are some comments that we could perhaps try to avoid when we meet with a teenager? For example, should we avoid talking about like, oh, you put on weight or you've lost weight? You know, those kinds of comments. Have you experienced those comments yourself? And do you find that they are helpful, not helpful to you? I've definitely experienced those kind of comments and especially in an Asian context. Yeah, we are not very good at this and yeah, saying nasty things like you put on weight can be very damaging and yeah, you don't really know how that person who received that feedback will take it. I wonder what also helped you to cope through that period. You mentioned you saw a psychologist. Perhaps could you bring us through some of the things that taught you or equipped you with? What are some of the coping strategies that they gave you? I saw a psychologist, psychiatrist and dietitian. So the psychologist helped me like to identify the emotional need that my eating disorder was trying to fulfill. So the psychiatrist was also working alongside that and I did receive medication at that point in time. 
And the dietitian was also quite crucial in helping to cater meal plans to suit my goals and my exercise routine. Let's focus on the emotional side of things because I think some of it is quite enlightening and interesting and helpful to parents. How did the psychologist equip you in the emotional sense to help you understand some of the emotional struggles that you were facing? So I think in eating disorder recovery, usually there will be this eating disorder voice that tells me to not eat and trying to achieve a certain goal weight. But when I achieve that certain goal weight, it will just keep going lower. So a main part of treatment was trying to challenge that thought. Wow. It's like um, an inner voice is yeah. what I'm hearing. That is a bit critical, self-critical in that sense. So the dietitian also came in to kind of help you to craft something that's more balanced that you actually needed for the amount of uh, activity that you were doing, right? As a student, as a sports person. What other things helped you at that point? Something that also helped me was my friends being there and also talking to me when I'm in distress and like encouraging me to eat or going with me to eat as well. I think all those did help. And when they were not available, I guess I tried to listen to maybe calming music and at times I also took a nap. Wow, it's amazing how like even rest can play a part in just getting better and feeling better about yourself, right? I think earlier you mentioned like how your friends made sure you ate and even went with you to eat. I think that's one of the helpful behaviours that you mentioned. On the flip side, were there unhelpful behaviours that you went through as well, whether it's from friends or from family members? Yes, so I did receive comments such as, oh, you should just eat or like it is just a phase and everyone who goes through puberty will go through an eating disorder or I think some unhelpful behaviours also from my family was like excessive monitoring so they would stare at me while I eat which wasn't very helpful and be quite uncomfortable right I mean they're trying to make sure that I ate but I think it was quite intimidating uh. how did you manage that tactfully (laughs) like were you able to tell them actually I do need some space you know I'll make sure I'll eat this just give me time I just faster eat and faster <laughs> finish get, get it over and done with okay so it did have that effect on you lah. so I think you you spoke a bit about professional help that sort of helped you to progress along in your recovery journey and you also mentioned like the presence of friends you know just being there and being a friend to you listening when you had your challenges to deal with so it's been 10 years close to that since then, yeah. since that beginning of this journey, what would you say about this whole process of recovery? Is there a end point? Is there a, a point where you say, okay, I'm done with this? Maybe at times I would still struggle with certain disordered thoughts or feeling inadequate and like, maybe yeah, I shouldn't eat. But I think the day I recover would be something that I look forward to and maybe someday that I resent my eating disorder. Like you actually reject it sort of for yourself, is it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 
Thanks for sharing. Yeah, it sounds like quite a up and down journey, a bit like life. And sometimes, I guess, challenges do hit you, do hit every one of us, in fact. And we go to our different sources of comfort for help. What matters is that you keep moving forward. You keep reminding yourself of the things that are important to you and the things that you have actually done well as well. In a sense, it's like encouraging yourself, right, through this I think it was quite a journey. La. From when I first started to now, a journey of building my self-esteem and also learning to be kinder to myself. I'm just curious, did you ever get to address this part about the comparison <laughs> within your family? Was, was that ever brought up as a conversation? La? Maybe it's something that you just reconcile within yourself? After my brother went to secondary school, then he was the smarter kid and I wasn't used to that. He went into his school at the lowest aggregate score, like for PSLE. But then like sec one really, he was like getting top in class and yeah, stuff like that. So I was very stressed. Do you have anything to say about this performance driven society that we live in because I know it's hard and academics is something that we often value for children and sometimes even for ourselves in the workplace as adults. Yeah, I wonder if you have any thoughts about this that you want to share with our listeners who are mainly parents. It will be helpful if parents don't compare their kids because every child is unique and yeah, every child has different strengths and yeah, that's what it took me a lot of years to realize and learn also yeah it's quite important not to compare it with one another whether it's academics or even yeah your weight or things like that indeed everyone is so different right thanks for sharing that nicole thanks for also sharing with us your experience and journey going through an eating disorder i think what i really take away from today is there are many pressures that can surround a youth, especially in this stage of their growth where they are trying so many things and oftentimes for the first time in their lives and they don't know whether they're going to succeed or they're going to fall on their face. And I think as parents or educators, it's really our job to support them in every sense of the word. And sometimes the best way to support them is, you know, not just not giving the extra pressure, but also asking things like, what are you going through? Is there anything you want to share with me? Or are there ways that I can better support you? Yeah, I'm wondering if you have any parting words as well to share with our listeners who may have some fears about their own child going through an eating disorder. Yeah, I think importantly, there isn't any specific shape or size that someone with eating disorder has. Stereotypically, like we would think that it's someone who is very thin. Yeah, mm. but that may not necessarily be the case. Yeah, I guess it's always better to seek help rather than to guess whether your child is having an eating disorder or not, or it's just a face. And also to remember that recovery is not a straight line. It's okay to stumble along the way. What matters is that you keep moving forward, even if it's one small step at a time. Yeah, you are strong, you are capable, and you are not alone in this journey to healing. Thanks for sharing that. Wise words indeed. For those tuning in, we hope that you have benefited much from this session, learning more about eating disorders. And I hope that you feel more confident knowing how you can journey with your child and better support them. For more parenting resources, do visit our website at family.org.sg. Do also keep tuning in to the Paranet Podcast to grow in your parenting journey.